everyone this is kafifi talk with mike and kate i'm mike i'm kate and uh this week some uh, we're back we've been off for two we're weeks back. we're back i hope everybody had a great thanksgiving um i know i did how was your thanksgiving kate it was awesome yeah What'd we you weren't together we weren't we try to stay away from each other as much as we, we can't can. stand each other it's, she's the worst uh um i'm not the worst so we've I have two weeks worth of news to, to bullshit about now. Um, three weeks. We have so much news to bullshit There's so about. much that happened. Um, there was a big hullabaloo about Pelosi becoming Speaker of the House. And then she became Speaker of the House. And then she became Speaker of the House super easy, and everyone voted for her anyway. Well, I guess she isn't technically Speaker of the House yet. Well, I mean, she she won she the will be. nominating process. Mm-hmm. So, what are we drinking today, Kate? Um, we're drinking something from Dia Dubs. Yeah? I don't really know what it is we're drinking. Dapper and Wise. Mexico something. Mexico something. I didn't bring the bag in. Well. I wasn't paying attention. We're not. We've been out for a couple of weeks. We're rusty. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi will again be our Speaker of the House. I'm pretty excited. Well, I know people hate Nancy Pelosi. Well, I, don't I quietly un- love Nancy Pelosi. I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I don't understand. I, do. I don't understand why people hate Nancy Pelosi. She's a bulldog. She's a lady bulldog. Is that is that it? There's no like scandal or anything. She's just. Um, a I don't know, woman. like the full background why people don't like Nancy Pelosi. I think people think that she is a cog for the entrenched Democratic Party that is stopping the the socialist populist movement it's not mm-hmm. socialist populist that would be two different things opposite of each other yeah but stopping the socialist uprising that the democratic party is trying like kind of experiencing yeah people think that she's the one that gave us hillary clinton and fucked with the uh dnc to prevent bernie sanders from being candidate i just don't i just don't agree you know, i just i simply you know who, don't agree you know who else uh fucked with the electorate to ensure that hillary clinton would be president the people who voted in the primaries yeah <laughs> she everyone got, she got more votes guys this isn't this is and i look i backed bernie sanders i went to a I don't bunch think of his rallies i don't think it's i went a to a bunch of, of his stuff but at the end of the day, if more people voted for the, the way we're doing it now, is if more people voted for one ca- candidate in a primary, then then the there's a whole delegate process set up, and uh, that person gets to be the nominee. That's how that. Works I think now. what you're missing though is that it's not like yes, whoever gets more votes, whoever has more delegates, da 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 da. I think the issue is more that. The DNC was not treating that primary race fairly, and yeah. it was at Pelosi's. It was Pelosi behind the me- behind the curtain pulling all the puppet strings, um, and I think that is part of why people don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't really know. I don't really care. I love that Nancy Pelosi is our Speaker of the House, and that she is now the Speaker of the House for the second time because she's a badass lady. 
It's true. She's a badass lady. And yeah. she's a grandma, too, which also, like, I think is crazy cool. Because you're a grandma? I am not a grandma. But I just think that women in power and having, like, women in these roles is just really cool. I agree. I think, I think she's a very, neat. she's a conniving bitch, and I love her for it. Like, I love that she's the one that has to organize Congress. <clears throat> that she's the one that has to organize the Democrats in Congress to get shit done. It's just, is she the best for the job right now? I don't know. I think so. I think, I think she's going to be good at it. And she'll be able to do it. The hope for the Democrats was because they got all this new blood. Your Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's, your Kirsten Cinemas, your you know your your a lot of uh, female uh, freshman representatives uh, won their twenty eighteen or, or won in twenty eighteen, and so you have a really we have, young. We have a really new... young new. Fresh Democratic yeah. Party They're coming very to the house. Green is the the term I think. Green. Yeah. I yeah. Think you're noob. But the the thing is too, when you don't know where the, like the bathrooms are yet, you're probably not going to be as effective at getting legislation through and figuring out what should and shouldn't exactly. come to the floor. Well, I didn't realize. Exactly. I didn't realize like what what comes to the floor is like a strategic decision. Oh hell yeah! It's not like it's hell not like hell yeah! It's not like. Okay, everybody thinks we should do this, so I'll bring that to the floor. And I don't want to do this, so I won't bring that to it's the floor. It's not a free-for-all. It's no, very coordinated. No, and the and reason we have things like pork barrel spending and the reason we have a lot of these issues that we have in Congress is because it's not just a free-for-all. It's yeah. how do you agree with all these other people to get things through without having 5,000 different bills right. trying to be presented to the House? Well, you have committees. You have... Um, committees for committees, like subcommittees, like it keeps going. And that's how all these people are organized to agree Yeah. to pass forward legislation that they've agreed is important to be passed forward. And then it goes on to the next step to, for that group to agree that it's important enough to be passed forward. We have a very slow, uh, legislative process and that's on purpose yes it's, and it's, uh, there's it's, supposed to be a lot of checks and balances at every there's a lot of like a lot of qa testing quality assurance testing done at every level to make sure that if we're gonna pass this thing well they're supposed to be yeah they're supposed, supposed to, be. to be and congress sometimes that's how it's designed to can be can choose to have some rules and not have some rules apply and that can change how fast some legislation goes through um but ultimately that yes that's the reason we have the structure that we do mm-hmm. is so that we are so we are insulating ourselves from our own craziness. You know what this does, Kate? What? This leads us to our newest segment. Does it really, though? I think so. We're talking Nancy Pelosi. I think you just want to make a segue. All right. Which, interesting enough, did you know that the word segue is spelled S-E-G-U-E? No. It is. I didn't know that. I thought English it was lesson like, of the day. I thought it was like the two-wheeled uh, scooter. Nope. Segway. S-E-G-W-A-Y. Nope. All right. Well, so my you ruined my segu. Segu. <laughs> uh, Just love that it's spelled that way. Yeah, I do too. Continue. Uh, our newest segment on the show, Lessons I Slept Through in Civics Class. Lesson one. 
The Speaker of the House. What is the Speaker of the House? Mike, what do you think the Speaker of the House is? What is their job? What do they do? Okay, all right. Um, so What's important about the them? The Speaker of the House brings bills to the floor. Okay. Um, and that is all I know. I think they fundraise too because I've read the uh, I read a bunch of stuff about Nancy Pelosi and it, they said that one of the things that she's good at that other people that are newer don't have the connections of yet is that she's really good at raising money, and so I don't, does it have anything to do with Speaker of the House? No. Okay, so tell me how right I was about Speaker of the House. So they bring bills to the floor, kind of. Okay. Um. They set the legislative agenda and schedule. They are basically the gatekeeper for deciding what days the Senate or the House that when the House is in session, what they're going to be talking about, who's going to be bringing bills, who's going to be talking about what, who gets the floor and when. Okay. They oversee the House. So, like, the rules of the House are decided by the Speaker of the House. Oh, okay. Okay. They they get to decide how that cert that particular Congress is going to function and what rules they are going to use to uh. vote on this bill or that bill or this issue or that issue and how it's gonna look. So And they set the dates and when those the schedule. They so, preside over the house. They're so the, in charge of the, the proceedings. So my question is um, you had mentioned they get to set the rules mm-hmm. for that Congress. So, mm-hmm. like, some stuff is uh, needs a supermajority to pass. Some stuff needs a simple majority to pass. That sort of thing. Yes. Is that or a two-thirds part of that? majority. Two-thirds majority? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Because there are some, there are some, like, appropriations bills, like, and taxes and, 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 Depending on what the legislative action is, it needs a different um, majority to pass. It needs a different amount to pass because it's considered a more important issue that we have to agree on or not. Now, those all of those rules can be changed, a la um, our previous Speaker of the House has done that, and so has our Senate Majority Leader. Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. Yes. So they have frequently changed rules and move shit about um to do that um as far as deciding the legislation that is brought up they are certainly an organizer um of deciding what legislation comes about because they are the speaker of the house they are in charge they are the majority party's figurehead because that's who you put in charge okay of that house okay um so they work closely with their party's caucus or their party's committee to fundraise because when you fundraise, you're making, you're getting money organized for issues to hire people to mm. study things and to hire people that will help other candidates that also support these same issues win. So when you're talking about how she's really good at raising money, yeah, she can organize in, in the house and based on what the DNC is raising money for, can get people in line that fits that agenda. That's why she would be good at that. Whether that is democratic 
is questionable. And that is also another reason that people don't like Nancy Pelosi is that she's tied to special interests because she is such a good fundraiser. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of think that that's how our system works. We need other ways for people that don't have money to be heard, but to try and say that, like, we're going to get money out of that process, I think is unrealistic. I think we need to introduce other ways for voices to be heard that aren't attached to money. Yeah. But I think to say that, like, pulling money out of this fundraising side of, of politics, this special interest group side of politics, I think is... Well, it, it makes sense on its surface. I mean, on, on on the surface, if the tobacco industry pays for a tobacco study, I'd be shocked if they found mm-hmm. that, um, if they weren't able to find what they were looking for from that study. We would have to, I, I think it would, it's a big can of worms that I don't want to open sure. on this, this segment, things that you slept through during your civics class. Um but the Speaker of the House certainly has a lot of influence over what legislation is looked at by Congress and what legislation, what legislative action looks like for that Congress. Like, what are they going to do? That's up to the Speaker of the House and the yeah. people around the Speaker of the House. All right. Um, so what this Congress is going to do, we already know. They're going to start looking really deeply into the things that the Trump administration has done. That's... That's a that's a great segue out of the, yes. of the segment. So uh, they are going to try and just get every single person that they can, that's in the Trump administration on whatever they can. And that's the th- so Mitch they have McConnell power. They are going to subpoena every single person that they can in the Trump administration and just try and slow down their crazy train. Yeah. With. So- and I think they're they're also Lawsuits. trying to uh, rein in some of the things, the crazy things that have happened. They're, you know, they're going to try and fund ship. They're going to try and protect DACA. Yeah, they're gonna slow try... down those things that right. <laughs> the president's like, I have full power over. And Congress right. is like, oh, excuse us. Yeah. No, you know. Um, so, and also, there have been a lot of things that uh, Paul Ryan refused to do. Like, he refused to protect Mueller. He's, he, you know, there's, there's just, there's been a lot of things that, um, Paul Ryan has said, I don't really think we need to do that. We absolutely need to do in regards to, uh, of Paul investigating Ryan very the much treated the, his Congress as the plaything of, um, the Trump administration. He very much was like, Oh, we're not going to oppose anything you do. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, we're not going to put anything up. We're going to do our job, but we're not going to put anything in your way to stop you. And the reason for that was that he was going to get out of it. Yeah tax cuts yeah he was also gonna get um and it doesn't look like they're gonna have time they have like a month um uh entitlement reform those are the two things that paul ryan has wanted since he was uh but a wee child uh but a wee boy in janesville wisconsin in janesville wisconsin while the other boys were out playing stickball growing up as a young paul ryan was tucked away in his attic room entitlement reform <laughs> reading books about entitlement reform i actually believe that while well, he's weightlifting pumping iron in a backwards iron. hat oh ryan's such a character i'm gonna miss that guy i'm not not at all um speaker of the house is also third in line mm. 
So, for instance, if, say, the Democrats decide to investigate Trump and they find a bunch of shit that um, they impeach him over and they impeach Mike Pence over and if, then yeah. both of them are convicted by the, sag- the Senate they find collusion in the next between... two years, then Nancy Pelosi is President she Pelosi. becomes acting president during that time. First president female president of the united states of america which is not the way you want the first female president of the united states really of america. is not yeah but that's probably also why mike pence is president or vice president because he has absolutely nothing to do with the trump administration like the trump yeah. campaign like he was so far removed yeah. that they're like no this is just gonna safeguard you he, he was so far removed that they tried to get rid of him yeah uh donald trump announced him and then afterwards, a few like weeks later, was like, "Can I change that? Can yeah. I change that?" Well, and even now, like, there's already been reports out about like Donald Trump being like, "I don't know about that, Mike Pence." Like recently, if you're a Republican, and you're, you're like, a Republican, "What the fuck?" If you're you a Republican strategist, you're like, "This is exactly where I want Mike Pence to be," is not uh, cozy with the president because if the president goes down. Mike Pence can go, that's awful. He never should have done any of those things. And he can keep his hands clean, and then we can keep the presidency. Because it doesn't move Nancy Pelosi up oh, to vice the, president. from the viewpoint of a conservative. I'm right. Like, I don't want Mike Pence as president. No one wants God, Mike Pence as terrifying. president. that's terrifying. No one with a vagina wants Mike Pence as president. And no one who is a person of color wants Mike Pence as president and most white men as a president. Well, I mean, that was a shorter route, but yeah. The man calls his wife mother. It's creepy. It's like living in a horror movie. It's really creepy. I wonder if he wears diapers and like, you know, that, um, what is it? Broad city. Oh, like a fetish thing. Scene, Yeah. That broad city scene where they like, Fred Armisen. Yeah. And they go clean. He's like, I'm a baby. I, I feel like that's Mike Pence. Yeah. I feel like Mike Pence, the reason he calls his wife mother is because there's some, some freaky, role-playing freaky, going on. Freaky shit going on. There's there. some freaky role-playing happening. That's crazy. That's the only thing I can use to justify that because it's really un- it's really unsettling. It is. It's been unsettling since I knew about it two years ago. Yeah. And every once in a while it pops into my brain and I just go, ugh. Yeah. He always looks like... Um, he's in pain when he's happy too whenever he smiles he just looks like he's grimacing at the same time he's like a walking skeleton man like his face looks like a skull his eyes are so deep set it's weird it's weird he's a weird dude a super weird dude he's a super weird dude the one other thing i want to uh i wanted to if we can shift gears here away from mike pence's um weird say you you want to seg you we'll away say, from this? We'll seg you away from that. Um, I The New York Times released an article t- this morning. I think it's this morning. I'm not totally sure. Nope. That's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> Ivanka Trump. Oh, God. Used for the last two years. Oh, why are we talking? I don't want to talk about this. A private I email server. I don't care. I don't care. This is what I'm saying. This is what the left should be saying. I don't care. We should be saying it's fine. We should we should be saying I don't care because this is not news. This is not something that we should be concerned about. These the... are not the issues that are concern that should concern Americans. These are issues that should concern I don't know like 
the FBI or this, not even, or the CIA, like, was there a leak that could compromise national security? Let them deal with it. Don't let the American public decide anything on that or have any, like, no, no, no. Just no. (laughs) I'm done. If I hear about one more fucking Politico's (laughs) email server, I'm going to be like, throw it to the ground. Everyone uses the cloud now. Well, I mean, that's, that's what. That's what that's what email is the cloud. Motherfucker, I know. Okay, all right. I I think we go back. What I'm saying I think is... we go back to writing letters. I think we go back to you get one copy. You have to you have to write it in ink and send it by an eagle. And send it by an eagle. Carrier pigeons. If uh, no no pigeons. This oh, is no Amer- pigeons? this is American government. It has to go by eagle. Eagle. Look, we we wrote that law, and so we have to go by it. Every single letter that's couriered. So. For the a member of the United States government has to be couriered by bald eagle. Oh, by bald eagle. I'll bet you didn't know that. I'll bet you didn't know that. I think that's nonsense. I think just like I think I might have made that up. Talking about Ivanka Trump, Ivanka Trump's email server is nonsense. Like, you know who else had really important personal information breached this week? Like five hundred million customers of Marriott Suites. Like, that's the kind of information leaking that we need to be worried about. Agreed. Not Hillary Agreed. Clinton's email server. Not Ivanka Trump's email server. Like, way bigger issues that are causing problems for way more people. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to be worried about. That's what we should be talking about. How these giant-ass companies are losing our data so easily. Yeah. That should be con- that should be why we're concerned. I think uh, people aren't as concerned because people I think there's this assumption amongst people that don't understand uh technology very well that all their data's already been stolen. Um and so they're like, "Well, it's already out there, whatever. What are you going to do? I have no control." It's like every no, but every time it's stolen, that makes it more and more available. Right. That right. Ca- makes you more and more vulnerable. To, like, personal attack, to, like, having your bank account drained and you going, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I know that they're not, like, necessarily connected, like, Ivanka Trump, Hillary Clinton's email servers and this issue, but I just feel like we're so concerned about these individuals' privacy Mm -hmm. and the security that they are using when no one gives a shit about the security that we are all... it does just, just have to use like we don't have a choice. <laughs> it does. It does. Me. It does feel like in political circles we do kind of focus on the wrong thing. Like so, we we focus on uh, Hillary Clinton using a private email server. What if that gets hacked? While at the same time, we know that the Marriott systems got hacked. We know Target systems got. We hacked. know Target Marriott systems. systems got hacked. Like, so, so everything is happening. Why, why don't we care about them? But why isn't the the national conversation more on like, hey, why are these big companies getting hacked? And why are we the ones that have to watch our credit for the next five years to make sure that we didn't exactly. get all of our, and guess lose all what? of our shit? You know why? Because this is all stuff that would fall under the consumer uh, Financial Protection Bureau yeah. that we have had, that we have an administration right now that is completely defunded. Yeah. They appointed someone head of that bureau that basically defunded the entire program. Nicholas Mulvaney. It's bullshit. Yeah. So 
It's Mick Mobile. We, let's talk about their email servers, but let's talk about everyone's email servers right now and how no one's servers are protected. Yeah. No one's like mine are. That's the problem. Mine are. And I so Google. I don't give a shit about Ivanka Trump. All right. That's how I'm gonna end this. All right. I won't give a shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> good to good good talk. Good right. talk. Uh, <laughs> moving on. That was Kofifi talk. This is Kate <laughs> signing off. The end. I'm very angry. <laughs> um, the well, the so the Russia investigation is kind of heating up too. It is. We had movement. We um, did. What was it? Uh, not Scaramucci, the other dude. Uh, he looks like Scaramucci, but he's not, and it's not Michael Cohen. It's the other dude. He had a plea bargain, and it was reversed. Manafort. Manafort. Paul Manafort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it sounds like, too, it sounds like, um... Manafort uh, got caught lying and his plea deal's out yeah. the window. So Whoa! Here's, here's the timing part of this, though. He got caught lying, and they announced it, like, now. But yeah. Mueller For, like, knew... like, Friday... It was, like, Friday evening. Mueller knew he was lying. Yes. Since the beginning. Yes. And he let him hang out there, because... He gave he, him a plea deal. He, he thought he was safe. He made him feel safe. Here's the thing. He, he gave him the plea deal. He did all this stuff. And then he used that information in the questions that he asked the president. And the president agreed with Manafort. They backed up Manafort's story. Cray cray. And so now if we know Manafort's lying and the president is, is uh, echoing what Manafort has said, we know the president's lying. We know they colluded in their lies. The president is colluding. Maybe not with Russia, but with somebody. With, well, it's with so fucking sure. crazy. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, it's kind of it's. It, I I liken it to the Saturday Night Massacre, but just like over a, a two year span. This is like watching the Saturday Night Massacre in slow motion. Yeah. Like I feel like Robert Mueller is like some evil scientist tucked away in the depths of washington dc and he's like basically building like a culture nuclear weapon that he's just gonna like detonate and all of like the political culture that we have right now is just gonna like fucking blow up yeah in a mushroom cloud the more i mean we we talked about this a long time ago on the pod but um the Trump administration, the Trump presidency, mm-hmm. was a rebuke of the entire system. It was first a rebuke of the Republican Party because you had 17 Republicans that ran for president, 16 of whom were qualified, the other one won. So, and then... Um, yeah, 16 who were more qualified. Let's well, not they say had, they were They qualified. had government they experience. They were more qualified. How about this? You had 16 of them who uh, could tell you how a bill became a law and then... The one that won. Yes. Yes. Who wouldn't have to rewatch Schoolhouse Rock. Right. So, and or then... sing it to you to And then he, he went ahead and he beat the Democratic Party. And a lot of, of uh, pundits, a lot of uh, uh, people who watch politics went, Oh my God, the Democrats are out in the wilderness now. And they have to figure out... Here's the thing. The entire political landscape should take a really close look in the mirror because Donald Trump took over the country using demagoguery. 
Well, I think we're. Lo- I think it's not. The Republicans have benefited he from used it. The tools that he had witnessed and had already tested to take over. It wasn't. It was not to take over the country. It was he used the news media and he used new media to take over the country very effectively like it was it were he he took a page out of barack obama's playbook which was to use new media Mm -hmm. and instead of using new media for good he used it for evil (laughs) this is what happens when you use new media for evil and i think what this says is that we need to as a body a government body and not as political parties look at how new media fits into yeah. um, campaign finance and campaign structuring. Yeah. And I think the parties should not be part. I think uh, we need people that don't have the party ideology to dis- to decide this. And ultimately that leaves like the courts and the courts are fucked up right now. So I don't know when this is going to get uh, <laughs> addressed. Yeah. But he took new media and used it for evil. And people often talk about how brilliant the founding fathers were that they created a document that could be a living document. But I I always push back on that a little bit. The founding fathers could not have fathomed holding something the size of a cell phone in your hand yeah. and simultaneously sending a message to 160 million people. Yeah, exactly. I That's not something that those founders of the document ever expected the leader of this right. new democracy to ever have the ability to do, to reach. That's the reason we have the system of government that we do. We have the representative system of government because we wanted people to feel like they were connected to that highest level through their representation. Right. And we so do not have that now. Yeah. And you 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 see that in congressional approval ratings versus presidential approval ratings. They, those numbers should be flipped. We should have more confidence in our Congress than we do in our federal in our in our highest office. I think And we don't. I think and that, that is I think that a there's huge a huge disconnect. There's a reason for that. And the reason for that is that we as a society don't put a high value on teaching our kids what uh, the government function of the government should be. We have a Congress. Well, we turn government into celebrity. We've turned it into celebrity. That's also a problem, but our, our system's designed to not move quickly. And I think people assume that because it doesn't move quickly, it doesn't work. Yeah. I, I. It's much easier to throw everything out and go see. Look, this do nothing Congress, but they've that, done a lot of things. This Congress has done a lot. We have, particularly in like our generation, gotten used to things happening very, very quickly. Yeah. You know, it used to take to get a message from one representative to another when they weren't in session. It used to take months by horseback. Mm-hmm. So the rate at which Congress and and government was functioning was slower because life was slower. Now we have a government that functions slowly in a culture that functions almost at the speed of light. That's how fast information is going around. So that's a disconnect right there that the 
constitution doesn't allow for but by having it as a living document we should be able to find ways to address this huge speed at which things are happening and help our government function more efficiently with that new speed not faster but more efficiently yeah i mean maybe i think it's important that it still goes slow because you mean the legislative process yeah the legislative process because it's still go slow. a lot a lot of the reason that the legislative process moves slowly is because we have an administrative process that moves really slowly still what do you mean an administrative like process the internal the way that things are communicated and the way that things are passed and moved along like like physically through congress is still very slow like and the way things are passed through federal government and enacted through federal government are still really, really slow because we have so many offices. We have so many people so working that- to implement law that the time it takes for legislature to pass something and then for it to be implemented properly, the culture, like the situation in which we pass a bill or pass legislation this situation by the time it is implemented could have changed Mm. and oftentimes have changed but that's uh that's another reason that it's important to be deliberate in what we do right and take our time yeah because if we're just making laws based on the winds of the moment then those laws, uh, if they're not well thought out, aren't going to apply appropriately by the time they're actually implemented. Absolutely, but what I'm saying is, we have a new media problem in this country. We have a huge, we have a huge information delivery problem. We have our representative government that is less trusted than the governing body of that representative government in. The executive branch. We trust our executive more than we trust our representatives. Mm. That's backwards. Mm. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So we have a president that, I mean, we align ourselves with the president closer than we align ourselves with the person that actually represents us. In well, in our, to, the people well, that represent us in Congress. And you can look at your, like, you're looking at one lens of it. It's even broader than that. We we don't align ourselves and we don't identify ourselves with the people that are our representative democracy. We align ourselves with people that are celebrity faces of our democracy. Who's our, who's our local city council person? I don't know. I don't know. Who's our uh, state representative? To state senate. Mm. I don't know. That's not how this should look. Those are the people that if we have a problem, we should be able to think of what their name is. And be like, hey, this is a problem in our community. Yeah. And we don't do that. We haven't done that. so less sexy, though. It is less sexy. And that's why we need to change the way we look at government and politics it's not supposed it's not something that's supposed to be sexy and clean and it's supposed to be 
messy and and we have to disagree before we can agree but we have to all know that we end in agreement and we end or we end with respect i think because we're not all going to agree on everything all the time obviously but uh i'm not always right you're not always right and so we need to if we come together to make a decision then we need to work together and then once that decision we come to a compromise once we figure out a way to make everybody kind of okay with the decision that we've made mm-hmm. we have to not demonize the other side we have to go you know we work together yeah in a bipartisan fashion that i think is what people really want but i don't think in a lot of instances we necessarily vote towards that end for people that would will compromise and, and be representatives that yeah. find those those points of mutual interest and mutual respect. Right. Cause uh, I, I, yeah, so, we don't. <laughs> so, because I think we, we're sending a bunch of new Democrats to the House to impeach Donald Trump. I think a lot of people... Uh, voted that way i think that the wave moved in the in the blue direction this time because people want to see the president impeached and that's not us well, working together now they just want to see him answer the questions that we've been asking for the past let two us, years let us see your tax returns you know that i think that's what i disagree but when you say that people put these these new representatives in the house to impeach Donald Trump. I think they, they put him in, they they put these new representatives in, so he has to answer questions. So they can now subpoena him yeah. to answer those questions. And then, after he answers those questions, we'll if we need to, we can impeach him. Yeah. Or we can start what looking at what that would be. Um, but... It, I don't think the new Congress is going to do a better job about being bipartisan and doing what's best. You're right, but I think they're going to do what's best right now, which is to not be bipartisan. I don't think bipartisanship is going to work right now because it's it's really you have it's someone really who's sad. not logical trying to play puppet master for a whole party. That's really sad. And the whole party letting him. That's really sad, though, because I would like to get back to governance. Well, we have to, when we when we fuck up this much, to get back to governance, you kind of have to, like, clean house. Yeah. And that's going to have to happen on both sides. So, bringing it back full circle, who's going to be able to start cleaning house by cracking the whip and saying, Get in line! I think Nancy Pelosi will do a good job at that. All right. <laughs> okay. A woman's job is in the house cleaning. <laughs> wow. Capital H. So ready to wrap this up? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been this week's episode of Kafifi Talk with Mike and Kate. I'm Mike. I'm Kate. Have a great weekend, everybody, and have an uh, excellent week. Have a week. great week, actually. Yeah. It's going to be great. almost over. Yeah. Good luck getting through the week. Have fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.